G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for one of our review and rank series for 2021. And today's all about Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. One of the real big hitters in the Eurovision sphere. Let's have a quick chat about them. Making their 13th appearance, Azerbaijan will be hoping to make the grand final for the 12th time. Now that is a great, great record. They already have a win back in 2011 and six other top 10 finishes. However... Had a bit of a slide, and mm. Shingers brought them back into the top ten last time when he finished eighth. I would have said Cleopatra may have been a chance to get a top ten last year, I too, think she so. would have been a good chance to make it uh, to top ten. They certainly seem to be back um, on form, because they certainly went off there for a little while. Not bad entries, but just not great results. Yeah, they had three entries that basically ruined the teens, mm. which, let's face it, for Azerbaijan is bad. And yeah. um, some countries are killed to be in the teens. Exactly. <laughs> All right, what have they got for us this year, Dar? Well, this year, Michael, they have Effendi with Matahari. Just like Cleopatra, the army of lovers. So Samira Effendi, that's where her, her name comes from, her surname, is back again this year, internally selected last year, internally selected again for this year. She's 29 years old, from Baku, a bit of a jazz pop singer, and so don't see the jazz element coming through much <laughs> in Eurovision. Hmm. Uh, she came through the kind of TV competition entry into pop stardom, third place on The Voice in Azerbaijan, represented her country at international song festivals in Kazakhstan, had a great chance last year with Cleopatra, and she's back again with a song about another female icon of history. Mm, yes, interesting one, isn't it? Look, I've got to say, let's talk about some prose here, Dale. Uh, from the opening bars of this song, it really does capture your attention, and in a competition sense, that is something that is so, so important. So I think there's something there straight away for, for, uh, for people to get that recognition of, of Azerbaijan straight away. Oh, yeah, like you hear that sound, and I put down that Eastern pop bangery sound. And there's, I mean, there's probably a better way to describe it, but <laughs> look, I love that. Mm. A lot of people do. It has made a bit of a comeback in recent years. I think even though Fuego is probably more like not quite the same genre, but in that same direction, it has brought that back. And you can see that there's some inspiration there where you've got this nice little hooky song with Eastern elements, and you have that nice little. Um, sort of instrumental to do some choreography and that's what they've gone for again this year. Yeah, very brand Azerbaijan, isn't it? And mm. when you're coming to uh, televoters recalling who they want to vote for towards the end of the night, oh, you know straight away that's Azerbaijan, so I think that is definitely a positive. I think there's such great staging potential in this song as well. Mm. There's moments, there's dance breaks mm -hmm. there, and uh, particularly particularly that last 20 seconds or so. They've got a real chance to go a bit over the top and, and see hear that that performance into your mind totally i mean the, the first thing you think of this is the stagey potential and definitely the choreography they've l definitely left some spaces there for it so you're not going to get the most out of listening to this or even the music video this is about the live stage performance so i'm expecting a lot more when we see it in rotterdam or the live backup tape mm -hmm. um and i think look they have stuck to what they've known and i put that as a positive and it kind of comes into this too because this is a does have a similarity to last year, but hey, that was going to work. And mm. they've gone, you know what, we can do something similar again this year, 
bring that Eastern element in there, bring the Corey and come home strongly, just like Cleopatra did last year. There mm-hmm. was that probably more to bring home with, but this definitely has that element where there should be something big to hit us at the end. Oh, throw the kitchen sink at it as a Bajan. I expect them to. Totally. Never one to be too subtle as a Bajan. I've got to say one of the big positives for me here is Samira Effendi herself. I mean, mm. she's a stunning-looking woman, a wonderful aesthetic, and she can really sing, having seen some of her live performances previously. She did perform, for example, at the 2019 National Final or around there. She was really, really good. So there's something really about her that I think can really, really work. And this song needs to have someone who can who can drive it and yep. make it happen. Fuego was good because of Eleni Ferreira. Yep. If you're not Eleni Ferreira, Fuego is comes 15th you've got to be that great and bring it to life so you're going to need to be that that good definitely and i've got to say too great draw second half of the semi-final if they get a good spot there towards the end i can't see this having too many problems maybe getting into that grand final well should we look at some of the potential drawbacks that could potentially impact the song yes well i think they've dialed it in this year (laughs) (laughs) this i mean it's very hard a lot of people have been we all compare the songs of artists from last year but this is the one with almost the closest resemblance to the song of the Mm -hmm. previous year um there's a lot similar here and unfortunately i think it's just b grade in all elements of cleopatra i just don't think it's as strong i don't think the instrumental hook's quite as strong it's still very good don't get me wrong it's just not quite got the impact um i think the song last year did and i just don't think they've come back as strong yeah fair enough i will say though probably 95 percent of the people watching on the night won't have heard cleopatra so therefore, they've got no reference point. It's really just the fandom, I think, that, that is doing that. Totally. But I'm talking about the drawback of the song itself. Yeah, it's just, right. it's taking something, working with it, coming out with something that's not quite as good. It's not about us hearing it. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that it's just not as good and it's a weaker song. Yeah. No, look, I definitely agree it's a weaker song. Look, there's, for me also, there's not much jury scoring in this song at all, really. Um, as, look at the chorus. is basically Matahari repeated and a dance drop. Mm. So I can't see jurors really, you know, falling over themselves to vote for this. Yeah. And that, if you can't get a jury score to underpin it, yes, you will have televote. One would imagine the staging is going to be pretty good. But if you can't get that underpinning of a vote it could be in a little bit of trouble I've also got it down and I know she's great um, but my point about you've got to be Eleni Ferreira it's big on this one because you're right this doesn't have a lot of jury appeal and you're gonna, she's going to have to drive this that's a lot to do haven't seen a lot of her live stuff. She, they don't didn't do any live Cleopatra last year no. there's going to be nothing live this year and, and look I understand that they're holding it for, for Rotterdam but it's certainly a question mark. I haven't seen her be, be this huge commanding pop diva on stage. I'm not sure if she's got it in her. I don't know. Maybe mm. she does. This requires performance and choreography and some star dust here. And she mm. better bring it because it all could look a little lame if she doesn't. Because yep. I'm going to say she's up against some really, really good solo females out there. And it's in danger of getting lost if this isn't big because some of these women are going to go big and uh, if you're not up to it you're going to get lost in the crowd and that goes for everyone it's one of that that semi-final if you're big and you smash it you can win the semi or second or third <laughs> if you don't it's not second or third or eighth it's second or third or 13th exactly there's no middle ground yeah you're either going to smash it or you're going to not fall on your face but you're just going to get forgotten or overshadowed mm-hmm. i'd say by other songs yeah 
I have to say too, there's something about, even though this is up-tempo, this isn't a complete dance banger. The, the beats per minute, there's something about the tempo of the song I find a little languid because mm. it's not up there with the, the real dance numbers. So it's a sort of upbeat pop number. So yeah. there's something a bit weird in that up in the tempo for me that I find, hence why it may be missing the mark with a lot of people. And that kind of like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't have the same impact last year did. Yeah, and true. not because we've heard it before. Last year just came at a great moment. And even a year later, later I'm still like, yes. It feels like they popped it in there because we're like, oh, let's do it again. Exactly. <laughs> that's, and that's what I was probably trying to say is like, yeah. because they're trying to take it so much, it's just come out with a not as good product. Mm-hmm. Not about like, oh, it's too similar. And it's terrible, just not as good. Terrible decision to put Cleopatra in the lyrics don't remind us of what we're missing out on (laughs) (laughs) all right well look i think there's look some drawbacks but a lot of positives there as well let's see how the team ranked it michael interested to see about where this comes because it it is an interesting song the aussie vision team um 17 Mm. of us voted and we came up with the position of 15th azerbaijan that's not too bad. Yeah. It ranged from 4th to 34th. But hey, look, out of that, there were four top 10s. And those top 10s were all actually in the top five. Okay. So you, there was a big cohort who were loving this song. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of haters. Um, three in the 30s, which for a kind of divisive song, maybe in its simplicity, um, you know, we have some people who love a very well-constructed, um, love their lyrics. And uh, <laughs> it's no surprise to see some of them putting it in the 30s here. I can imagine people too also being very disappointed after the what Cleopatra true. delivered compared to this. So it's automatically, you might mark it down a little bit. True, true, true. Right, well, let's hear from two of the team. One who voted it really quite high, which is Cooper, and someone who put it down a little lower, and that's Kyriakos. You can never go wrong with an ethnic banger, and once again, Azerbaijan is bringing that to the contest. Matahari is pretty much Cleopatra with a new name, but for me, I really don't mind because both of the songs are pretty good. Those Middle Eastern influences in the instrumental and production really make the song for me, especially in that drop, and makes Matahari a standout pop number of the year and one of my favourites of this year's contest. Let's just hope Effendi can deliver a little bit more energy in the performance than what she gave in the music video. When it comes to the music, I love it. It's infectious, it makes you want to dance. But lyrically, Matahari is lacking quite a bit. I know there's some references to the Dutch spy Matahari, but it doesn't go deep enough for me. The mention of Cleopatra, and emphasised very strongly, is a distraction, and it loses any mention of Matahari's legacy in the song. Also, it is the most laziest chorus written out of all the Eurovision 2020 songs this year. But on a plus... It's great to hear the Azeri language featured for the first time in a Eurovision song. Well, it certainly sounded like she delivered something into Cooper's kind of wheelhouse there, wasn't it? Mm. He enjoyed that one. Kiriakos seemed very upset with his historical inaccuracies. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted an in-depth biography on Matahari there, I think. So, no. And he normally likes this kind of um, genre, so interesting to see it that low. I think it's an interesting point. If you are going to bring up somebody's name and, you know, put a song around them, then at least, you know put some kind of context onto 
from them onto oh, the song. I don't think there was an in-depth thing on Cleopatra last <laughs> year either. Let's, let's be honest. Again, historical inaccuracies. <laughs> All right. I guess it's time for the infamous rap and rank. Dale, I'll kick us off. Look, ultimately for me, this is your kind of Eurovision song that is good to watch at the competition and on the night, but it doesn't live long in the memory afterwards, a la Shingas 2019. <laughs> um, personally, I quite enjoy this for what it is. It does what it says on the pack. And um, look, as a lover of trashy pop music, which I am, this one sneaks into my top 10 at number 10. Wow. I have wow, to say wow, it's wow. maybe slipping a little bit the more I hear it, but still, I, I enjoy it when it comes on and, and it I like this sort of stuff. All right, that takes us up to five in the top ten now mm. that I know your ranking. Yes. Okay, well, look, for me, um, I loved Cleopatra last year. It was in my top five. Just I could just see this slaying at Rotterdam. And they've come back with something decent, but for me, I had to get over the Cleopatra thing. And how could you not? As, as fans are knowing these songs, as more I've listened, the more I've enjoyed it, actually, because oh. I'm leaving Cleopatra behind Good. and just enjoying the song for what it is. And as a lover of um, pop trash myself with an Eastern <laughs> element... Certainly um, is done pretty good for me as well. I think there's a big question mark on this song, much more than people are expecting. This could be a surpri- uh, surprise and cure. Um, so could a lot of songs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I tell you what, like to me, they've got to absolutely smash it. But overall, for me, 15th as well. Ah, you're right with the team on that one. Mid-teens. I I've got to say, I think I've seen a lot of rankings on the line and everyone probably putting it around that pocket. Yeah, and I think that shows it can grow to people's top 10 live. Or it can just keep dropping out Could fall if away. it doesn't smash it. Mm, very, very true. All right. Well, look, it seems to be a song that divides for something so simple, actually. So mm. let us know what your your thoughts are. Are you a lover of it? Do you think it can do really well? Or do you think it might drop off a bit? Let us know at AussieVisionNet across all our socials. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can hear the rest of our rankings across the countries this year. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. All right. Catch you later. Thank <laughs> you.